Hey everybody, welcome to the Big Life Podcast, where together we explore this great big life that God has for us. Hey guys, I'm so glad that y'all joined me today on another episode, and I just want to jump right into fresh content. We are talking about church monkeys. Church monkeys. You know, the Bible is a book about trees, and you you start in Genesis uh, at the very beginning of Genesis, and we see the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and we see the tree of life in the garden, and you fast forward, and Jesus dies on a tree, and you fast forward to the end of the Bible, and literally it describes uh, the book, in the book of Revelation, the last chapter, it describes the tree of life again in this fantastic, beautiful way, and it's something that every single one of us have to look forward to. But the trees, the Bible is full of really uh, the central theme. You know, a lot of the core elements of what we believe has to do with trees. And monkeys live in trees. Monkeys live in trees. And so uh, I'll never forget being in Belize several years ago. We went into this jungle and uh, we were there with a group and we began to hear this crazy noise and and all, all kinds of stuff going on. And, and I was, it kind of freaked me out. It sounded like dinosaurs, like attack. I mean, it was like some serious noise. And we asked the guide, we're like, what is this noise? What's going on with this noise? And uh, he said, oh, those are howler monkeys. And so he took us over to this tree. It was kind of in the middle of an open area. And there were all these monkeys in the tree. And there was a lot of activity in the tree. And they were, they were going crazy and you know, making all these, they're really small monkeys. They sound literally like Tyrannosaurus Rexes. And, uh, but, but they're these tiny little monkeys and they were swinging from branch to branch and doing all this, uh, stuff. And, and so I wanted to say that cause that's where, when I saw that, when I saw those monkeys in that tree, um, I, I had this idea I was, you know, for church monkeys, I, I thought, and, and it has to do with the, the two trees in the garden of Eden at the beginning in Genesis chapter two and three, you know, God, God puts Adam and Eve in the garden and he tells them they can eat from any tree in the garden, except for the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So there was the tree of life, which was God, which was Jesus himself and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And we all know the story that Adam and Eve choose the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. There's the tree of independence and they chose themselves over God. They listened to the enemy. And uh, sin enters the world. The full capability of humanity is unleashed. And Adam and Eve are separated from God. And you fast forward to Jesus. And Jesus dies on a tree. He is the tree of life. And he makes a way for every single one of us to come back to God. And it's this, it's, it's the story of our faith, right? Jesus paves the way uh, for us to now partake of life again. And, and so we get born again, we receive salvation, but a lot of times, and what I did is I continued living out of the same old tree. So I went to God for salvation. I went to him to receive eternal life, but then I went right back to the tree of independence, to do his life my way. I was doing his life my way. 
And I did that for a lot of years. And, and I share, I share about that on this podcast a lot, because as you all know, that led to a lot of frustration and difficulty in my life. But I, I've really sensed lately that, um, you know, that it's, it's so you say, why do we always have to talk about these? I mean, why is it always about Genesis chapter three and, and Jesus and the cross and why? Because we have to vis- revisit the foundational truths of our faith uh, so that we can continue on with what God has for us. And, and I've sensed in my own life lately, it's kind of some, some, you know, cause you know, fresh seasons pre- present fresh uh, difficulty. They present fresh opportunities to choose him again or choose yourself once again. So here I am in a very fresh season in my life. And once again, uh, there's no guarantees just because I've gone with God this far doesn't mean I'm going to continue on. So I'm having to make these fresh decisions. Will I choose independence? Will I choose the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? Or will I choose life himself? And so, but church monkeys, you say, what does this have to do with church monkeys? Because I think what happens a lot of times is uh, exactly what I just described is literally being a church monkey. We go for to God for salvation, and then we go back to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and we live independent from him. You say, what are you talking about? The first time that I heard somebody preach about the knowledge of good and evil, actually, it wasn't the first time. It was just the first time I heard it. Uh, it was probably uh, six or seven years ago. They're preaching about the knowledge of good and evil, and they said, did you realize that good is on the same tree as evil? And I'm telling you, my jaw dropped, y'all. I'm like, what? No. I'm like flipping back to Genesis chapter three. I'm like, no, good's not on the same tree as evil because at at that point in my life, good had been the goal. I thought Christianity was better circumstances. I thought Christianity was better behavior. I thought it was better achievements. I thought it was a better performance because when I got born again, I was evil. I was... uh, the drinker, the smoker, the drugger, the part, you know, that that's who I was. And when I got born again, literally overnight, I mean, I, I, I never drank another drink again. I never smoked another cigarette again. I, listen, I went from evil to good because I thought that that was the goal. I received, I went to the tree of life for salvation and I marched right back over to the tree of independence and I began to live his life my way. And so that's what a church monkey is. A church monkey is somebody who is deceived by the amount of activity in their life. They're swinging from branch to branch. There's a lot of movement. There's a lot of activity. It's a different branch, but it's the same tree. Different branch, same tree. And I think that this is a teaching that... I need in my life, literally, continually, right now, will I step back over to the tree of independence? Will I do his life my way? Am I going to accept good behavior, good circumstances, good achievements, a better performance? Is that what I'm going to accept? Or do I want to go to life himself and draw from the source for everything that I need? Or am I just going to keep swinging around in the same tree in my self-sufficiency, not drawing from the Father, not being nurtured by the Father, caring for myself and not letting Him care for me? 
And so church monkeys, church monkeys, a lot of activity, a lot of hand claps. I'm telling y'all, when 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 you get when you get somebody off of drugs, when you get somebody out of pornography, whenever you get somebody out, you know, and and they they change their lives, and we love it in the church. We love it, man. We put them out there. We make videos of them and and do commercials about them. Look at this person. They've done. They're they're really changed. I mean, this was this is my testimony. They've changed so much. I'll never forget Rachel and I. Um, we were in Bible school together and I had just been saved a couple of months and we were walking down this road together talking and, and she was like, wow, Colby, you have grown more. You have changed more in just a few months than it feels like. She said, it feels like than I have, you know, my entire Christianity It's just amazing. And it's because I had gone from one branch and very evil branch and I had swung over to a really good branch and uh, it was really impressive, and it, it got a lot of attention, and, but it's not the goal. Good is not the goal. Life is the goal. He is the goal. And so what, what happens w- when we have this church monkey mentality, when good is the goal, when better behavior, better circumstances, better achievements, better performance, when that's the goal, all of a sudden uh, the church becomes like this sliding scale, there's a grading system. And it, it this grading system is like, if you could imagine like a scale of like one to 10 of, you know, one being uh, evil and 10 being really good, uh, you know, we, we put, we have this sliding scale of a grading system, but good and evil are on the same tree. They're all completely filthy and disgusting in God's eyes. You can be totally good and totally independent from God. And, and so that's that's obviously, that's not the goal of the Father. He wants us. And so you have this grading system, and you see it evident all the time. I always talk to people and uh, you know, they'll, you know, they'll be like, man, can you believe, this is where this critical spirit comes from, can you believe that they, you know, did this thing? Man, I, I used to do that, and I don't do that anymore. I can't believe they still do that. And so here we are on this grading system. It's like you're a 10 and they're a 1, right? And I've heard, I heard this a lot during the election on both sides. Uh, I was like, can, people would say this. It's so funny. Uh, how can you be a Christian and vote for Donald Trump? That's what they would say. How can you be a Christian and vote for Donald Trump? And then I'd hear somebody else say, it's, it's hilarious. How can you be a Christian and vote for Joe Biden? Oh my gosh. Oh my, I cannot believe it. And so, all the, well, how, how can I do that? And, and now, now the, 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 the thing is that a lot of people are saying uh, is how can, can, you can't, here's what people say, you can't be a Christian and be racist. And I'm like, huh, okay. You can't be a Christian and vote for Joe Biden. You can't be a Christian and vote for Donald Trump. You can't be a Christian and be racist. How can you be a Christian and, and, and be racist? Well, it's the same way that I can be a Christian and lie. How can you be a Christian and uh, be racist? Well, it's the same way that I can be a Christian and, you know, y- you know, scream at my kids. How can you be a Christian and be racist? It's the same way I can be Christian and... Uh, get, you know, have a out of control anger. How can you be a Christian and, you know, vote for so-and-so? How can you be a Christian? And well, 
Our Christianity isn't based on our behavior. It's based on our identity in Christ. And when we come to Christ, when Christ is our source, our behavior is a byproduct of a relationship with him. It's a byproduct of literally eating from the tree of life, from being nourished from Jesus Christ himself. And so, uh, you know, I, it just, I, I hear, I hear all this talk, but it's this grading system. It's like, oh, that person's racist. So they're a one, right? I am not racist. So I'm a nine, but here's the problem. You're all on the same tree. All of us. I am. I would be like, wow, I'm not racist. I'm not looking at pornography. I'm not. Look, it's this disgusting grading system that we have. It's a sliding scale grading system. It's monkeys living on different branches of the same stinking tree. And when I found out that good was on the same tree as evil, that literally a a murderer can be on the same tree as a pastor, let me go ahead and say it, that a racist can be on the same tree as a, uh, a minister because the whole problem with that tree isn't good and evil. It's, it's missed the mark. Of, it, it has the goal wrong. It's living independent from the father. So I have lived in, I have personally, Colby Hill has personally lived evil, independent from the father and I have lived good, independent from the Father. And both of them, both of them led to uh, really dark and difficult places. And I'm glad that I experienced both of them because now uh, I, 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 can, I can begin to sense when I start to drift back into good, uh, by the grace of God, I have not drifted back into evil, as the church would say. I have not... Uh, gotten to a, like a, a five or a four or a three or a two or a God forbid a one, a racist murderer, uh, you know, crazy, you know, cheated on my wife or whatever the church would say was, is this horrible sin. Um, you know, and, and so it's just, it's just a horrible way to live. And it all ends the same way. It all ends with tired, frustrated, um, uh, broken, messed up people because independence never produces life. We cannot produce what needs to be produced. We have to go to God uh, for, for that to be produced. And so I was talking to a guy uh, earlier a couple of weeks ago and, and said something so powerful. Uh, he was talking about how, um, you know, he just had a, a major life event happen and and this is a person that had struggled with uh, with alcohol for for a lot a lot of years. And uh, I don't know. Several years ago, this person decided, you know what? I'm getting my life together. I'm not drinking anymore. And so they made this big decision and 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 stopped drinking. And when I was talking to him, uh, they said, you know, I lived on eggshells for all these years, wondering when. Would it, when would I finally not have the self-discipline to uh, restrain myself from alcohol anymore? And they lived in this horrible, tormented state. Like, man, when I'm trying so hard to be good. I am trying so hard. 
Um, and I, and I, I could feel the pain of this person because I knew exactly where they were coming from because I tried so hard to be good for so many years. And I know some of you listening right now, you're like, I'm trying so hard to make this work. And I'm telling you, it's about to run out. And this person said he's walking on eggshells and trying to discipline himself. Like when, when they would go, wouldn't go to a restaurant that served alcohol and, and when it would see alcohol, it would look the other way and wouldn't, oh, to try not to smell it. And, you know, and, and so this, you know, it eventually wound up to where, uh, this person was living on that good branch. I mean, living on that good branch. They were, they were trying so hard to do good and be good and be better and behave good and, 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 you know, uh, perform well and, and eventually, um, obviously, after several years of doing this, their their own willpower um, gave out like so many. And all of us had this story on a diet. You know what I mean? Like I, I started on this diet. I did so good. And then finally I was like, forget it. I'm eating a large Mighty Meat pizza. So, uh, you know, and, and that's what we do. And this person finally gave up and... Um, you know, went back to some old ways and uh, wound up having some major consequences because of it. But through it all, the goodness of God is now drinking from uh, a literal uh, fountain, a, a, a fountain of life. I mean, he has gone to Jesus and is receiving life and truth. And it was a tough road to get there. But what was interesting is they told me, they said, I was trying to discipline myself and now I realize that it was never about trying to discipline myself, that I was always going to fail. It was just a matter of time. They were like, now I realize that I've come to God to receive from him that self-control is a fruit of the spirit. And I was just like, I wanted to scream and run around the room. I was like, oh my God, yes. It's not something that we produce. It's something that he produces. And so they were like, for the first time in my life, I'm not walking on eggshells because I don't have to try to be good. God is producing goodness in me because I'm coming to him. When he's the goal, when God is the goal, he produces what we need. The behavior is a byproduct of a fel of fellowship with him. It is a byproduct of staying, abiding in him and staying with him. And so it was just so powerful. But I could so identify with that I'm walking on eggshells. Rachel, in one of our episodes, she describes it as uh, like, she, like standing on the very pinnacle of, of a mountaintop trying not to fall down, like, you know, balancing. She called it a balancing act, trying not to fall down. I think of it, for me, it felt like I was always my gas tank. Like if I'm driving, my gas light's on, and I'm like just trying to go a little further on the fumes. You know what I mean? Hoping that I can make it to the next gas station to fill up and get a little bit more life to go a little bit further. And, uh, but just, you know, trying not to completely run out of gas. But if we are on the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, if we are a church monkey, if, if in, in me, uh, 
you know, Rachel, so many people, this person I was talking to, like literally swinging, this person was literally swinging from an evil branch to a good branch. He stayed on the good branch for years. And then before you know it, he's back to the branch again, the branch of disappointment, the branch of shame, the branch of, oh my gosh, I can't believe they did it again. And then here they are. But I'm so glad that they didn't set out on another journey to try to say, okay, I'm going to try one more time. Here we go again on this, you know, trudging through, trying to be a good person once more. Jesus did not die so that we could be good people. He died so that we could be new people and partake of a new life, his life. And so, and you don't know the difference. I was talking to this person. They were like, I I never understood the difference, but now I do. And you may be listening to this frustrated. You're like, well, tell me what the difference is. I can't tell you what the difference is. This isn't something that can be taught. This is something that's experienced. And I'm telling you, when you finally will give, give up on the entire tree, don't swing from branch to branch. You are not a church monkey. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus. I'm sorry, I'm getting passionate here. We're not, well, this, this isn't a grading system. This is a, oh, this is a growing system. We're not trying to, to, to move up the scale and not be a one or a two and so we can be a nine or a 10. This is a growing system. It's a journey. It's a process with the Lord. And when we get to the Lord, he doesn't require that we all be tens. He requires that we stay with him and go through our process of maturity and growth. God, there's so much grace for that kind of life. There's so much grace for the big life. There is zero grace for the self-life. And it is a tiring, difficult place to be. And so uh, there's only two things that are going to come from living out of the tree of independence, from being a church monkey, going from evil to good, good to evil, evil to good, good to evil. I'm going to not look at porn. Oh, I looked at it again. Now I'm evil again. I'm going to not drink. Oh, I drank. Oh, no. Whatever it is. And it's really deceptive because a lot of times we can literally sit on the good branch for a lot of years. I sat on that good branch for uh, over 15 years, but I'm telling you, I was eyeing that evil branch again. <laughs> I had my eye on it. I was ready to swing back. And so uh, there's only two results from living in that tree. And, and the first result is it's either giving up you're either just going to give up altogether and it may be after two months and it may be after 20 years. I'm not sure, but eventually your gas tank runs off. Eventually the eggshells, uh, overtake you. Eventually the mountaintop balancing act, eventually you fall. So if I'm a church monkey, there's only two results. Either I'm going to give up, forget it. I can't do it anyways. I'm just going to throw my hands up and say, I'm, I'm done. This is too hard. I've tried and it didn't work. But I want to say to those people, it, you know, in a lot of times what it looks like is I, and this is what Christians think because they don't understand that they're living from the wrong tree. They think they're giving up on God, but I don't give up on God. Give up on yourself being God. I'm going to say that again. Don't give up on God. Give up on yourself being God. 
See, that's why a lot of times people get into a difficult spot and we want to go rescue them. And now in my life, I'm like, no, let's let them sink down a little further so they completely get finished with the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, with self, uh, self-improvement self and good as the goal and performance and behavior and better circumstances and more achievements and give up on that. Yes, give up on that. Don't give up on God. Give up on yourself being God. So either you're going to give up or you're going to get into pride. You're going to get into pride. Wow, look at how awesome I am. See, to me, that's those people saying, how, how can you be racist and be a Christian? To me, that's pride. It's pride because I used to look at people the same way. How can they, and they call themselves Christians. Because you, you know when you're operating in pride because you're looking down at somebody else. You're being critical. I'm telling you, whenever you're living out of this, if you're on the grading scale, if you're on this, uh, in the grading system and you think you're an eight, nine, or 10, and you're being critical of all the four, fives, twos, and ones, and threes, uh, you know you've changed trees whenever somebody's not behaving well or, or performing well, when you're not critical of them, but you have compassion on them because you've been there. I'm telling you, there's so much grace when you're drawing from, the, from life himself. You're not critical anymore. You're compassionate. I know I've taught that, but it's uh, life-changing to me. Listen to what John 15 says. So I want to say this. So, so either you're going to give up or you're going to get into pride. But either way, the tree of independence, good, evil, whichever, whichever side or somewhere in between, the tree of independence is a lose-lose. Pride goes before a great fall. Proverbs 16, 18. You can't win living apart from God. So what do we do? We change trees. We change trees. I'm going to Jesus. And I'm telling you, there is somebody... There is somebody out there that needs to hear it's not too late to change trees. Run to Jesus as fast as you can. He's there with wide open arms and he has an incredible journey for you. John 15, 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. I think it's really interesting. We're talking about trees and Jesus says, I'm the vine and you're the branches. I want to say this. We don't swing from branches. We are branches. We don't swing from branches. We are branches. Jesus is the vine. We are the branches. We are literally growing out from our relationship with him, from our fellowship with him. We all, our only job is to remain in him. And if we do, it says we will bear much fruit. But if we disconnect from him, if we disconnect from the tree, from the vine, then we can do nothing. John 15, five, life-changing verse for me. We don't swing from branches. We are branches. We don't pick our own fruit. We produce his fruit. The goal of the tree of good and evil is better behavior, better circumstances, better achievement, 
better performance. The goal of the tree of life is him. Like we have one job. I have one job. And sometimes I think it's to be a better pastor and be a better dad. And be, oh, I got, I got, you know, and, and I start to lose focus too. I start to go back into performance and in trying to produce this myself. We've got one job and that job is to abide with him. Stay with him. If we stay with him, it, with him, it says that we will bear much fruit. This is the great big life. We will bear much fruit if we stay with him. The goal of the tree of life is God himself. It is life himself. Jesus even prayed this in John 17, 3. He said, now this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God in Jesus Christ who you've, whom you have sent, that we would know God in Jesus. That's the whole goal. And I'm telling you, it it's crazy because it seems so simple, but I'm telling you, even in my own life, even in this, in, in this season that I'm in right now, it is so tempting to try to produce something on my own apart from him. And he's saying, Colby, just stay connected to the vine. You will bear much fruit. This is not a grading system. It's a growing system. It's not about my perfect performance. It's about his perfect performance. The more I know him and draw from him as the source, the more of his fruit I will produce. And I want to say, I said this at the very beginning, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If the full capacity of human nature, from murdering to molesting to racism, I mean, the worst things that we can think of, if the full capacity of human nature exists on the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, then the full capacity of God himself exists on the tree of life. So literally, when we are connected to the vine, we have access to everything that is God. I'm not a church monkey. I'm a son. I'm not swinging from branch to branch. I'm abiding in the vine. I'm not swinging from branches. I am a branch. This isn't a grading system. This is a growing system. So I hope this spoke to you today. And I hope that you'll take some time, pray about this. It's such a powerful truth. Change my life. I know that it can do the same for you. Thanks for listening. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining in today on the Big Life Podcast. For more information about Colby, visit colbyhill.com or follow him on social media. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and share it with your friends. Once again, thank you for joining us on the Big Life Podcast, where together, we explore the great big life God has for us.